We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Attention, adoring fans. Back to more John Chuckery. Hey, folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios Wednesday night with you. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling along. Chuckery always gets first request. Really little Harry Belafonte to get us started. It's uh, his birthday today. I don't even know. I don't even know how old he is. Oh, gosh. Let me just see how old. How old is Harry Belafonte today? He is 96 years old. 96 years old for Harry Belafonte. Living a good long life. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's got that banana boat music and all that good stuff. So, yeah, 96 years old, man. Whew, boy. I I will be lucky if I, I – I won't – I'll be lucky if I make 76. Heck, I'll be lucky if I make 56 at this point. You will. I mean, you're, we, we've come to the fact that you're indestructible. Yeah, that's true. I mean, only the good die young, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to die. So, I mean, everything you throw at me, it just bounces even, right off yeah, you. It doesn't even phase me. So, there you go. But uh, anyway, crazy stuff. 404 7410 That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylon Matthews. All right, let's get to our NFL squib kick. Take a look at the NFL with the squib kick with John Zuckery. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Eric DaCosta is the GM of the Baltimore Ravens and when he was asked, as he's at the Combine, uh, asked earlier today whether he would consider to trade a quarterback, Lamar Jackson, at some point. He responded that a few teams have made more trades since he became the Ravens general manager. But, quote, that being said, I covet great players. I covet quarterbacks. And I love Lamar. So that has not uh, factored in one time with me. We want to do what's best for the club. We try to do what we can for Lamar. We want to make everybody happy. Now, he says that they want to have a new contract for Lamar Jackson, a new contract for Lamar Jackson in place by March 7th. What's today's date? March 1st. Okay. So that's Monday of next week? They want to have a contract done? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, a tall task, seems like, maybe. Well, the reason for that date is next. Actually, sorry, it's next Tuesday. What? Oh, yes, yeah, next Tuesday, the 7th. No. If Well, yeah, today's Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, Tuesday. So they want to have a deal done by the 7th because that's the point at which you have to have the franchise tag applied by. 
So if they can't reach a contract by March 7th, the Ravens will have to put the franchise tag on Jackson before he becomes an unrestricted free agent. And again, I will say that he's going to be a Baltimore Raven when all is said and done. That makes the most sense of any of these discussions. You can't win in this league without a strong quarterback. I mean, they've been, that's been proven. So we want Lamar here. We think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's certainly one of our best players, and we want him back. We understand that living in a world without a quarterback is a bad world to live in. I agree. But how much are they willing to pony up? Are they going to have – I mean, honestly, if they don't pony up a quarter billion dollars, are they going to be able to not – are they going to be able to get a deal done without franchising him? A quarter billion guaranteed. Because he, it's been reported that he's turned down anywhere between 160 and $200 million. 160 and $200 million guaranteed. He's turned that down. So let's see what he ends up getting. But um, I, And look, I, I did I not say this at the time? That just because you have one dumb owner in Jimmy Haslam that he was stupid enough to pay all of that guaranteed money, now you set a bad precedent for the rest of the marketplace. Because all these guys are going to want all this guaranteed money. And frankly, a lot of these guys aren't going to get it. They may think they are, but they're not going to get uh, all of it. So um, he said that, uh, or sorry, John Harbaugh said recently that he is fervently hopeful a deal will get done. He believes that two, uh, in, he believes that 200% that uh, Jackson will want to be with the Ravens when all is said and done. But um, and and Lamar has had these little cryptic tweets. Have you seen? Like some people are retweeting all of his little cryptic tweets and stuff like that uh, about different things. But, um, yeah, Harbaugh said he's my guy, and I love him, and, uh, you know, he wants him uh, to be there. So um, if they uh, if they use the non-exclusive tag, that's $32 million. If they use the exclusive tag on Jackson where nobody can trade for him, that's 45 or I should say where, where nobody can offer up draft picks, that's $45 million. So $45 million if it's the exclusive, $32 if it's the non-exclusive. So it's a big number because that whole number goes right to your cap. That's not a cap-friendly kind of number. You can't manipulate that number on the franchise tag. It's set in stone, and it is 100% applied to your cap. So we'll see what, the, what happens uh, there. Um, Aaron Rodgers, as he's now out of the dark, says that a decision is coming soon for him. Um, is the only thing that he ever does is go on Pat McAfee's show? I think that's most of what he does. This one, though, he was on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Who the hell is Aubrey Marcus? I know who Aubrey Graham is. I don't know who Aubrey Marcus is. I I, I, I don't know any of these people. Um he said, quote, it's best for anybody who has an interest to make a decision sooner rather than later. I feel really good about the conversations that are going to be had, uh, that have been had with important people in my life, yourself included, that once helped orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. All the answers are right inside me, and I touched on many of them. 
and definitely the feelings on both sides during the darkness, and I'm thankful for that time, there's a finality to the decision, and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because they asked about it. I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it, if you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, just tune it out. That's fine. But this is my life. It's important to me, and I'll make a decision soon enough, and we'll get down that road and really be excited about it. So, again, he's going to leave, what did we say it was, $59 million on the table? 59 and a half. Because he's got guaranteed money that when all is said and done, the payout's 59 and a half guaranteed million dollars. He needs that money so he can keep going in the dark. Yeah. And smoking on his peyote or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, you may have have lost your wallet in the dark. I mean, anything can happen. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I, I, in all honesty, man, like this thing just, just and, and you know what'll be even, it, it will be funny that if he just goes back to the Packers and plays one more year, and, and I'll, right, like all of that to get to that point of just playing for the Packers. Exactly. Like, what was the point of all that? You right, just like, needed attention. Like, like part of the part of the deal should be from the Packers that you can no longer be part of this franchise because you put us through all this stuff. Right. Like, you went in dark, you went drama, you went everything else. Now you have to play for the Browns or whatever. Play for some vagabond, the Texans or whatever. It's just unbelievable. All right, Derek Carr is a busy man. He is getting a round. So, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, the former Raiders quarterback met with a pair of NFC South teams on Tuesday meaning a, a couple of, uh, or sorry, yesterday. So he first met with the Panthers, which included the team owner, David Tepper, and then he met with the New Orleans Saints. So he's physically going around and, and talking to these people, um, unlike what we had for the Hawks coach. But anyway, um, nonetheless. Um, Carr is also supposed to meet with, um, oh, no, sorry. Carr also had a meeting with the Jets, recently and they will sit down to uh no today actually with jets owner woody johnson so today is the day that he's supposed to meet with woody johnson at the combine so he's getting around i'll I'll give him credit for all that now chris ballard the gm for the bolt the uh uh, what the hell are they the indianapolis colts so there's obviously um scuttlebutt about the idea of that the Chicago Bears are willing to move out of the number one pick overall. And obviously that selection is going to come at a at a premium, okay? And they talk here that the Jaguars didn't get an offer that they thought was enough to move down, so they, put, uh, so they drafted Trayvon Walker. So obviously one of the guys that has been talked about is the Colts organization because Jim Ursay said we're going to invest in a young quarterback and all this, that, and the other. And, you know, we obviously are looking for all that. Well, they have the fourth pick in the draft, and they are two spots behind their division rival in the Texans, and the Texans will be looking for quarterback. The Colts are looking for quarterback. So Chris Ballard said, though, pump the brakes on speculation of moving up the draft board. Quote, I know this was coming up because I know that all the speculation out there, one, to move up, there's got to be a guy worthy of it. That's uh, that is what's great right now. 
everybody is just automatically stamped that you've got to move up to get one to get it right. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't, but there's going to be a narrative, but that's okay. But I don't know if that's the right course of business. When we meet as a staff and we say, okay, this is what we need uh, to do. Uh, This is the guy for the next 10 to 15 years, and we think he's that right guy. Sure, we'll do it. But who's to say we won't get one at four? And that's the thing is the cost of doing business in the NFL, just even to move up a few spots in the draft. That's why you think about just, yes, in theory, the Falcons at eight should not have to give up a lot to move up to the number one spot. But that number one draft pick is huge. And it takes a crap ton to even go from eight to one when you start doing the math on the return that you got to give. Right? I mean, that, that, that point system that they have to value picks, it's, it's kind of crazy when you look at it. Um, Ballard said the only way the Colts would consider the move is that we were just con- uh, that we were just convicted that this is no doubt the guy or sorry this is no freaking doubt the guy. So again, we'll see. But it you know for now at least, and obviously you know plans change, pal. But it certainly doesn't sound like that they want to move up. And you know again, even to get from four to eight, it's a lot. I mean, it it definitely is a lot to get even from four to eight. So not sure how realistic all of that is going to be. All right, when uh, we come back, one NBA writer says that the Atlanta Hawks have a Trey Young problem. Do they? We'll talk about that next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, odyssey.com app. So he's leaving the life he's come to know. Ooh. He said he's going. He said he's going back to find. Going back to find. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. We head to the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief coming up after us. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Four-hour show again. And then we'll be on after Hawks basketball uh, as they take on the Trailblazers who are they were playing tonight actually they're losing right now to the Pelicans they're at home so they've got to make the long West Coast trip and all that kind of stuff we'll kind of update some of the action in the NBA because some good things that happened uh, to the Atlanta Hawks uh, tonight so if you're into those sort of things now one NBA writer though Bill Ryder who writes for CBS he has the headline here on a story that he did earlier this morning the Hawks have a Trey Young problem. Quinn Snyder is there to fix it one way or the other. Now, here's first off my biggest problem with the article is there are a lot of unnamed sources, GMs, front office people, that I don't have a problem with using unnamed sources, but... I don't like when you directly start to use quotes from these people, that you're using actual quotes. You can speculate or guesstimate or whatever like that or put your kind of spin on it, but when you start using quotes by people that are not sourced at all, I start to have a problem with that. Now, they asked the question, Bill does, about why – you know, with 75% of the season done with, only a 20-game sample size, you know, this at, at, I guess last night, 21-game sample size. Why would he pull himself off the beach and go back into coaching at this stage? And, you know, obviously the, the Hawks were in such a rush. One person said money. One person said why not. One person said that um, maybe another bite at the playoff apple. One said love of the game, which got the writer's eyes to roll, it says. Um, Or an itch to coach after um, spending time away and obviously so on and so on or whatever like that. But he says here in the article that the emerging power dynamics in Atlanta and the big decisions that will follow surrounding Trey Young and his teammates meant Snyder was best served getting into the job as soon as possible. Now, he breaks this thing down into the locker room aspect of it and the front office aspect of it. 
Here's what he says in starting with the locker room. It's no secret that there's a serious disconnect between Young, the team's star player, and many, though some say nearly all, of his teammates. He is not beloved, sources say, and there's a strong view that Young fails to lead. Now, see, I have a problem with that. Okay? That could be his opinion, and he just says, sources say. See, this is where this is where we get into these real semantics. And look, it's clickbait, right? I mean, that's that's what that is all there for. Do I believe that everybody's on Team Trey? No. Do I believe that nearly all of the locker room has issues with Trey? No. Is Trey the most beloved player on the Hawks? I don't know. Are we in the locker room to be able to tell all that? So I do have a problem with all of that. Then one executive says, one NBA executive says, um, not that trading him would be very easy. Quote, the executive says, they'd want a ton for him, and I don't think that there's anyone willing to pay what they demand. Or as another GM put it, quote, you can't win with him. Okay. Um, and, and he goes into the fact that Quinn Snyder, you know, certainly had to manage Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, who did have problems, you know, with, you know, coexisting. And we've obviously heard some of the same things about John Collins and Trey Young at times, but certainly Gobert and Mitchell did have issues um, behind the scenes and all that. But, they say here in the article, Snyder's getting 21 games this season to elevate Young, or sorry, to evaluate Young, and, uh, or, sorry, to ev- let me read that again. Snyder is getting 21 games this season to evaluate Young, will give him the insight to into whether he even wants to build around Young for the remainder of the coach's newly minted five-year contract. Well, okay, there is some of that that's true, but... And I'll read you the next quote about Tony Ressler. This is win-now mode. You can think down the road and all this evaluation. This is win-now, though. Here's what they say about Tony Ressler. Tony Ressler, the billionaire in question who owns the team, is seen as obsessively focused on winning and is severely ambitious in how quickly he wants that to happen. And as The Athletic reported in January, Ressler's 27-year-old son Nick Ressler has massive influence and visibility in the day-to-day running of things. Now, here's the part that gets me, because I do believe that Tony Ressler paid top-tier money, pulled him off the beach, wants him to get here, not because of everything about evaluating with Trey, but there is a sense of urgency to win now. And we talked about this at 9 o'clock. No more moral victories for the Hawks. This is win now. You have to win now. And they want to be, as Clint Capella said earlier today, he said, look, in the sixth seed, so you've got to figure out a way to pile up some victories here. But this is the one that really gets me. He says, one nugget that illustrates the strange politics of the place, there are whispers that Fields didn't want Snyder hired in the first place. And that Corver was the one, by managing the wrestlers effectively, 
who pushed for Snyder's hire. And they say later on in this article, everyone in Atlanta is trying to figure out which way the wrestlers want the wind to blow. Okay. Now, so I'm to believe that Landry Fields didn't want Quinn Snyder after he spoke so high. And look, he's either the best liar in the world or his tune completely changed. Because I do think that. And I think that they were all on board. Look, if Landry Fields didn't want Quinn Snyder to be the head coach, why did he not interview anybody else? Like, literally, why did he not have any conversations with any other candidates? Even if Kyle Korver behind the scenes was pushing hard to Tony Ressler to hire this guy, if Landry Fields wasn't on board, why would you not interview somebody else for the job? See, that's where I have some problems with with all of this stuff in here. Now, they uh, uh, one person that he quotes here in the article, that kind of dynamic offers Snyder a chance, as one person put it, to, quote, have the voice with the Hawks if he can manage up with the owners well enough he felt he didn't have in Utah. Everyone knows how important that is to him, meaning that he's looking for a say in the organizational structure, meaning players, moves, different things like that. Do I believe that? Yes, 100%. That I do believe that there will be some things that happen in the offseason. I don't believe that they paid top-tier dollars just to have Quinn Snyder be your head coach. I think that there are going to be other duties, whether it's president of basketball operations, whether it's, say, in personnel, whether it's behind the scenes, whatever it is. I don't think that they paid, you know, again, they paid in the in the area of money that all the championship coaches, short of Pop and Rick Carlisle, got. Kerr, Spolstra, Rivers, Boonholzer, Nick Nurse. That's the five guys that are right at or within a million and a half dollars a year of Quinn Snyder. The only guy who's above all of that is Popovich, and he's 11 and a half to $12 million. So at $8 million, which everybody's been reported that it's, again, the team doesn't release the salary, but everybody's reported that it was that, and I have no reason to believe that it wasn't because you don't just grab a guy off the beach that, you know, you bring in from the outside organization and not pay him, you know, and or, or just pay him fish heads and rice. So I believe all of that. But I do think that Quinn Snyder is a guy that wants more responsibility, wants to have a say in personnel, wants to have a say in the office as far as decision-making goes. He may not be the lone voice or anything like that, but he is definitely going to be an influential voice in the behind-the-scenes, the the front office stuff. Not just in the locker room, but in the front office stuff. When it comes to making personnel decisions. Yeah, yeah, he'll hire his own coaching staff when all is said and done. He'll either keep some guys or he'll, you know, get rid of some guys. I mean, whatever he's going to do, but he'll he'll be, you know, he'll be, you know, he'll get his coaches, but I'm talking about personnel drafting those kinds of things. And 
whatever that title is, whatever whatever that stuff ends up working itself out to be, I do think that we're going to be in the offseason talking about Tony or I'm sorry about um, Quinn Snyder's you know additional role with the team because I think for right now with 21 games to go now 20 games to go with 20 games to go in this season I think they won Quinn Snyder focused on nothing but coaching your roster set there's no trade deadline you're not worried about drafting you're not worried about anything else you just have to coach these last 20 games and I firmly believe that for right now, that's all that they want Quinson. You, you heard it from Landry Fields when he talked about Joe Prunty, that what he wanted him to do was use whatever tools he had at his disposal to win games. And that's what it's about. And we talked about this earlier in the show. No more moral victories. Hawks have got to get on a roll. Whatever that is, whatever that means, Hawks have got to get away to figure out how to win several games in a row or win several games over a decent stretch. And that starts Friday at home against the Portland Trailblazers. So I do think that we will see Tony Ressler make some kind of proclamation about Quinn Snyder's more advanced role. I don't know what the future – I really don't know what the future is of Landry Fields. I don't think he's done a bad job with anything. And I do think that when it comes to the basketball operation side, yes, he's picking his backup point guard. Yes, he's making the Sadiq Bay trade and all that stuff. I believe that. Next year, though, I mean, we'll we'll see what ends up happening. So, but um, I don't really think that this was the fairest of articles. Like I said, when you start quoting people directly, using quotes from people that are unsourced. I get a little bit leery of those kinds of things. That that's that's that could be a lot of, as we say in the wrestling world, rumor and innuendo. All right, when uh, we come back, I'm gonna update you on a few things that happened in the NBA tonight. As um, it was some good stuff for the Atlanta Hawks, so we'll talk about all of that. Chuck Rinakia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back at it, Chuckery Show. Brown like a music hour, rolling right along. Headed to the top of the hour. JR Sports Brief. Coming up after us. 404-741-0929. Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app. That's how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at JMSH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. Again, we'll be back with you tomorrow night. Full show. We get ready for Hawks basketball on Friday. We'll be on after uh, Hawks basketball. Then, believe it or not, the Unholy Alliance Starting Monday of next week. You know, I'm not in Monday of next week on the show. 
Oh, look at you. Well, you're not working the show on a Monday, but you're still working on a Monday. Yes. I will be in all week next week with Freaky Deaky. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I am I'm going to be on the morning show all week long with Freaky Deaky Leaky. So that means we'll be doing Freaky the Fire. Freaky? Yeah, him. That means we're going to do Freaky Fire. John Freaky? Yes. That means we're going to do we're going to do N Freaky L. I mean, you know. Oh my goodness! Yes. So I'm with, I'm with John Freaky. John Freaky. Yeah. I got a lot of filling stuff over the next. Like I got all next week. I'm filling in for uh, with Freaky, and then the 16th and 17th, I am in for steak. Uh, oh. those two days, which okay. is Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Uh, those 17th two days. is actually my birthday. Oh, is it? Okay. It's me. Actually, me Garrett and I's birthday. Me, Garrett wow. and I have the same birthday. Really? Yeah. Both, well, we're I both St. Patty's Day well, babies. You guys are probably two of those guys that take your birthdays off, don't you? I already had my birthday off. Yeah. yeah I didn't exactly. have to I didn't have to yeah. take off. I was already off. Oh, well, yeah. So, there yeah, you go. because I mean, God for, God forbid you'd work two nights in a row or but anything ho- like that. But hopefully I get to go to if I am indeed actually end up being off, which I think I should the 17th be. Seventeenth is the Friday, Friday. That's the Hawks game. That's right? nine two nine the game night. Yeah, so hopefully our, I'll be our, able to come to come to that. Yeah, that's our so yeah. the seventeenth is our ninety two nine the game Hawks night out, yeah. which is against the Gold Warriors. State. Oh yep. wow, okay. So that'd be a wow. good game. Yeah, wow. So hopefully okay. I get to go. That's cool. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm taking my daughter and a friend of her, so we're gonna have three of us that are gonna be at the. Oh, we get to bring people if uh, we get to go. Yes, I mean Conti said that. Well, I should say Mike Connie uh, said that we uh, we can we can ask for a ticket or whatever like that. So okay, um, some of us got to work. I mean, I've got to I've got to do something uh, like pregame, like six forty-five or something like that, and then we're all out on the then we're all out on the floor for the after the first time out of the fourth quarter. We'll be doing all the. T-shirt stuff. So I gotta ask Mike if I can have. How do you think? Uh, how do you think when Mike Bell goes on the court to do all the T-shirt stuff? How do you think he's gonna be received? Oh, he might get some booze. Yeah, and he 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 may he may or may not hear some ho chants. I I hope I get booed. <laughs> I really do. Why do yeah. you want to get booed? I, I just I want to get booed. You want to get yeah, booed? I'm, I'm the heel. Are you, um, are you gonna Are you gonna be like? Pumping the crowd up well, if you get booed? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I what I really want to do. Oh man, what I what I really want to do uh-huh. is I want to get booed and start doing the DX chop. What's the DX chop? What is the what? The DX oh. chop. I want to do the DX <laughs> chop. It's okay. Right in the right in the lower region. Oh man! I want to I want to so badly do. I I want to be like Triple H. I want to wear a big leather coat and jeans and go out on the court and just start doing the DX chop. I have to say I think that would be heavily frowned yes, upon. Yes, yeah. I I'm assuming. Um, I'm assuming that would be one of those things that would be yeah frowned upon. But there um, might, <laughs> if you do that, we might not have any more nights to nine the game yeah, nights. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean that would be. Yeah, we might not even have the broadcast. I'm about to say yeah. we yeah. might lose a lot. Yeah, exactly. It may be, um, it may be ninety or uh, maybe uh, Hawks basketball on Telemundo Radio. Um, <laughs> so anyway, or or what? What I think uh, what is it? La Raza Radio or something like that. I think okay. is one of the uh. Spanish stations or whatever like that. But 
But you know, next week um, I'm filling in for you on one of on March 9th. I'm filling in for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you so you're doing the show? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing your show. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing all four hours. I'm doing all four hours. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'll. I, it'll be a little bit easy next week because Abe always does all the work and everything right. like that. So, um, and their show's pretty well set, you know, just right. as far as you know what Freaky Deaky does. I'm Sounds people. freaky. Yeah. I'm just. Um, I'm excited to be part of Freaky Fire all week. <laughs> you know <laughs> that thing he does at seven o'clock. Yeah. You know he does that Freaky Fire where he goes around the room and asks. Sounds freaky. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, so me and me and Freak Leak, Freak Yeah, me and Freak Leak next uh, next week. Are you gonna try to hug him? Uh yeah, I might. Yeah, I might. <laughs> well, here's the here's the good thing though. With me in studio, you can guarantee that I will be in studio the whole time we do the crossover with Steak. Oh, so so, um, so does, does that mean the the crossovers are gonna be? Are you gonna make them even more awkward or less awkward? Oh, uh, listen, you're gonna make them awkward. Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh man! Listen, I am. I live for that kind of stuff. You know that I'm gonna have Monday morning at eight fifty-eight. Yes, I am gonna have a smart aleck comment. Oh my! For everybody goodness. involved. Yeah, you know that. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, friggin' lutely. So yeah, there's no no doubt about it. But next yeah. week's gonna be a fun week. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be. It'll be off the rails, yeah, because uh, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Freaky Leak off his comfort. Factor. John Freaky, yeah. how many times have you and John Freaky done a show together? Um, you know, we used to do the college football show together when oh, I we didn't first know started. Yes, when we first started, okay. so we were working together every Saturday, and then um, I don't know. I've done I've done a lot more with Hugh because right. you know I can run point and all that. Right. So, um, but I've done I've done several shows with John, you know. I mean, several okay. times. Are you going to let Freaky run point? Or you, or? Oh no, he's going to run point. Yeah, yeah it's his yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why it's called the Game Mornings with Freaky Leak. John Freaky. Yeah, Freaky Deaky. <laughs> yeah, Freakazoid. You know. So I mean, John Freaky. Yeah, Freakazoid. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be rather interesting uh, coming up next week. Um, I did want to mention real quick here. Um, you see, Durant debuted. Tonight, yes, he uh, made his official Suns debut against the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Twenty-three points, six boards, two assists. He had a plus thirteen in the game. In fact, he had the second largest plus-minus. PJ Warren uh, had a plus fifteen. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they look like. He had fifteen shots in his first uh, action back, uh, two of four from a three-point land. Um, the Bulls did win tonight. But they beat the Pistons, so the Bulls won, so they stay pace. The Celtics beat the Cavaliers, which is good for the Hawks because let's face it, we're not catching the Cav- we're not catching the Celtics or anything like that. Um, but the Cavs losing is always a good thing. Um, Miami lost tonight; they got drilled by the 76ers. So Philadelphia beat the Heat, so that's good news. And the Heat were at home uh, tonight in that game too, so the Sixers came in there and just cleaned their clock. Um, so. Miami lost tonight. The Knicks, they blew out the New Jersey Nets or whatever they're called nowadays. But the Nets got blown out tonight. So the Knicks are really rolling right now. They're red hot. Um, But, you know, if you're looking for those teams, Miami, Brooklyn, you know, to drop back into the Hawks range and all that good kind of stuff, um, they lost. And then Milwaukee rolled uh, again. So um, I I think Milwaukee's – 
arguably the best team in the uh, in the NBA right now. But um, yeah, they're they're outstanding. And right now, Golden State is, or sorry, um, uh, Portland is playing right now as they are taking on the Pelicans. So that game is in Portland. So they've got to go all the way across the country uh, to come come in here, and they've got to you know they've got to travel. So they don't really have a whole lot of time. You know, a couple few days. No, they've got to, you know, get on a plane and get ready to fly in here, you know, to get ready for Friday. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. That's, uh, you know, again, taking advantage of uh, all of the schedule and stuff like that. So there you go. That's uh, at least the Hawks gained a little bit of ground on Cleveland, Brooklyn, um, and the Miami Heat. So they've narrowed the gap a little bit. But if you don't beat Washington and, you know, we obviously don't play Toronto, so if you don't beat Washington, though, it's kind of all for naught. And the Bulls are kind of right in that range of they're 29 and 34. You know, they're just kind of on that outside looking in. They're more likely to probably be a 9-10 seed if they do get in the playoffs. But certainly you got to take care of your business against Washington. And the Hawks will see them twice next week. So they'll, uh, after they get through with the Blazers on Saturday, they go right to Miami, who they play twice in three days. And then they go to the Wizards on Wednesday and Friday, they'll play them. And then, you know, this thing will be ramping up pretty quickly. I mean, we are, you know, by the time next week ends and I'm with Freaky Leaky, um, you know, we're going to have, you know, what, about, about a third of the games of this last stretch over and done with. So, all right, uh, when we get back, we're going to wrap it up with the Love TKO. Hand off the JR Sports Brief. It's all next. Chuck Rinnicky Studios. Sports Radio, 910 The Game, the app. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show. Well, we all do it with the love TKO. I was just telling Dylan, man, this was a fast show. Like, we had a lot of news to get into and a lot of things to cover. But before we get out of here, though, we always want you to listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Looking back for my years, I guess I shed some tears. So we're going to be back with you tomorrow. I believe we're going to have Chris Willis on, so we'll talk some Braves baseball with uh, with him and a couple of more surprises and stuff like that. So uh, really want to thank Alan Judd for being on the show tonight. Uh, that was good of him to, to, uh, to be a part uh, of it. So um, just a... Just such a bad story all the way around. And, you know, just, it, you know, when, when you just take the totality of everything that went on, alcohol involved, high-speed racing, you know, just too powerful of vehicles to be doing what they were doing on the roads and stuff like that, and just everything that just could go wrong was just it was just a ticking time bomb and unfortunately two people lost their lives and you know thankfully it was it wasn't more but just so sad and you know kids kids that are college age you know I mean just early 20s and just 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 senseless I mean for what everything that happened out there so just a tragic story no matter what happens Jalen Carter and all that kind of stuff it's just still a a real tragedy and um, you know look Reality is probably there's going to be some civil lawsuits and all of this kind of stuff. I mean, 
you know, I don't know who's going to sue who, you know, but, you know, everybody's everybody's going to get lawyered up and somebody's going to, you know, start suing somebody um, because there's a lot of money to be had and all this kind of stuff. And it's just the reality of the situation. So it's just just a bad scene all the way around. So um, just felt like we had a lot of breaking news. Dansby and Trey Young and, you know, Alan Judd and just on and on and on. So that's what made it such a, a quick show. So. All right, uh, JR Sports Brief coming up next for your listening pleasure. We've got to get out of here. For Dylan, it's Chuckery. We'll be back with you tomorrow. See you, AMF. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.